I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched the Fleischer Brothers short, Betty Boop for President. I'll give a brief spoiler-free plot <laughs> synopsis of this one. Oh, Betty Boop is running for president against candidate Mr. Nobody. And she has some campaign promises that we get to see illustrations of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she becomes president. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was it. <laughs> what do we think of this short? Oh, I'm not quite sure. (laughs) I've kind of realized I'm not sure how big of a Betty Boop fan I am. (laughs) Well, not her herself. I just mean just the... The the structure of the shorts and stuff. Yes. Uh, I think you said it. It was a trip. It was a trip. Uh, There are aspects I liked and... Some think, questionable things. I did I, like the bows. I did like the bows because you know what? I like bows in my decoration. I don't know if you remember like some of my Christmases where I'd have the red bows everywhere. So, You know the bows are innately tied to what immediately comes after that. That's the questionable but right? No. We'll get into that. Oh, wow. Anyways. Okay. That must have gone over my head. Maybe I'm glad it did. <laughs> Let's get specific. This short was released four days before the 1932 presidential election day. Uh, During the short, Betty briefly morphs into caricatures of Herbert Hoover and Al Smith. Mm. Smith was the Democratic Party candidate in 1928 and was widely expected to run again, but the nominee would end up being Franklin D. Roosevelt. The use of Smith in the cartoon was probably the result of the lead time needed to animate the cartoon before it appeared in theaters. Mm. Uh, And then the cartoon ends with the image of a glass of beer, Uh, Because repeal or modification of prohibition in the United States was a major contemporary issue. Mm. Um, Got it. Yeah, so that's... And then you guys get the Mr. Nobody thing, right? No, I don't think I do. The joke is that all the things he's saying he'll do, nobody will do. Yeah. Uh, That's that's the whole shtick there. Got it. (laughs) And why people are boo-hissing him. Got it. Yeah. What's what the bows... The bow, the bows are in the prison as the guy, as the prisoner is led to the electric chair, which instead of electrocuting him, turns him into a sissy, as Wikipedia they- puts it. Oof, uh... <laughs> um, the intent is clear that it's supposed to turn this gruff dude into a gay man. Uh, and yeah. yeah, the bows are tied to that inherently. Oh, what? <laughs> well, because they were like everywhere on buildings and everything. Well, that might also be a sign of Betty's. I think yeah, so. I think Betty's that, that, that's what I'm. But in to. the prison, Got it was it. that. Got it. Um, and you know, it's weird. This is technically should be in the how to hold up section, but like, I don't know how I feel about this. And I guess we will talk about it more directly there. Yes. What okay. do we think about the story and characters here? We got we got Betty and we got Mister Nobody and pretty much no other characters that are like characters. Other than I did find it. Illuminating and humorous, the when she when as president she was in you know in the Senate and you had all donkeys and then all elephants you uh-huh. know which are obviously the traditional signs for Republican and Democrat so it it was just kind of interesting that yeah but that symbolism still there. holds yeah but I just mean yeah interesting choice of having you know them all physically be a donkey or an elephant yes and. <laughs> Which led to a pretty funny joke. Yeah. 
of the donkeys saying you're elephants and the elephants saying you're yeah. um, a- ASS right um, you're yeah because we, we don't curse yes. on this no, family yes. production anyways <laughs> um, but no, that was a pretty funny joke um, yeah what, what do we think of this thing it was, this, the story as it is it was just very bizarre it was just like just weird just, just kind of a trip <laughs> kind of a, a head almost like a, a dream i i didn't know if it was going to go into like a dream sequence like is she just dreaming this nope. you know how someone is like but yeah no, she just becomes president yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's flesher cartoons are interesting because stuff like um bosco's initiation or Minnie the moocher ostensibly both also still just kind of operate on this logic of like visual gag after visual gag, but they like unite it in a, uh, a story or like a, a thing that's happening that kind of makes it work. Like all the gags of this weird underground cult and their death machines or all these weird thing, creepy things that these ghosts are doing. This one obviously has the main section that, like, are all tied together decently in terms of these are supposed to be how the world will be when Betty's president. But then you also have, like, during Mr. Nobody's thing, there's just, like, a random gag where the pitcher of water pours itself, pours some water into a glass and then drinks it. And that it's not it doesn't mean anything as far as I can tell. And it just kind of happens in the middle of stuff like it's the yeah, the, the, it ga- was... the gags just randomly happening it doesn't often work well for me unless it's united under some concept and this this one kind of loosely manages that but not satisfyingly in the way that some previous shorts have for me yeah i was gonna say i thought the water was then gonna splash it on him throw him a glass of water on him or something but, yeah it was weird but yeah and then when I was saying there were fl- there were flowers, but bows primarily on everything, like buildings, er- just everything. This that is was what showing. happens when a woman is president. Yeah, and so, I support it. Yeah, <laughs> it was prettier aesthetically, but like then like the train and the train going up on the wall. Yeah, and it just comes a lot right. Of it comes right things. to your window. Yeah, I guess you don't even yeah. have to walk or anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, it was. I guess interesting to see things that still translate, but things that were more topical for the time. Yeah, like like the guy the guy doing a big umbrella over the city. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can still appreciate that concept. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you want to go on to animation? Oh, well, I was just going to say, too, I wasn't a fan of Betty Boot morphing into the other candidates. That was just... It was a little that unpleasant. That was disturbing. It wasn't, wasn't huge on uh, Herbert Hoover, Betty Boop, or Al Smith, Betty Boop. Yeah, no. Want to talk some about animation? Sure. No. <laughs> sure. A lot of repeats as far as characters and designs and oh, kind like of going the back to things. And stuff, yeah, I just mean, you know, with, with these and a lot of repetitive, mo- you know, movements and motions with her kind of bouncing up and down. I like the crowd scene with the different layers of people to make it feel really big. Yeah. Uh, and then it mirrored for Mr. Nobody. Uh, and they like shaded some different. I don't know. I thought that was cool. Mister Nobody was kind of a disturbing design. <laughs> yeah, just like a 
a stick figure, but without even really the head. Just yeah. a stick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a stick with arms and, and legs. And then I guess kind of like where the, like the neck, it was an, an ex, a little bit of an extended neck and again, no head, but then there were lips on the neck and, and stuff. And there's a and, hat on top. Yeah. An interesting choice. Boo hiss, Mr. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, the animation here is, is fine. It's not as wacky and imaginative as some other ones that we've seen, which I think like the animation quality, I think it's still on par with what we've seen. It's just yeah. what they're putting what they're using the animation to show is overall less interesting in this than than some of the past ones. Even even the the one where the gravity gets pulled out of the earth or whatever, and they're all floating up, has some more interesting visuals than this. They they struggle a little bit to like find cool things to show. So yeah, and I I guess the reason that I feel this the feeling of repetition is just because there wasn't a lot of, of difference in it. Meaning, like it would it, the transitions would just keep going back to her kind of doing the bouncing on the stage, and you know, and saying you know about I'm going to be president, and then yeah. the crowd scene. So I mean, in that sense, it was it wasn't very imaginative to me. Yeah, I mean, she's just on stage giving her speech, you know. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Um, yeah, the thing where the hardened criminal gets turned into uh, a stereotype of a gay man is sure a choice. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I, my brain quite registered that because they almost made him look like Betty Boop. And I'm like, so are we just morphing everyone into her? But I mean, I when he gets that. up, he literally does the limp wrist. So yeah, yeah, the intent's yeah. pretty clear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, uh, a cartoon in the 1930s having a hardened criminal guy turn into Betty Boop would also be layered with a whole bunch of gross stuff. So. Yeah. 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 Um, no, it was disturbing. I just, but, I just wasn't, I didn't yeah. quite understand. Yeah. They intended to turn him into a, a gay man, basically. Yeah. Um, a stereotype of one. And it's like... <laughs> There's a small part of me that finds the joke funny just in terms of, yeah, that seems like a better world to some extent, but then it's obviously also just awful. <laughs> like, it's 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 a bad joke and an odd choice, but that's the world if Betty Boop is president. Yeah, I, the, the uh, implications of all of the situations, the hypothetical situations, was a comment on women, on just Betty Boop. Was it... Just like the, oh, you know, we will escort our uh, our street sweeper with this nice car and, like, he'll sweep it up. And it actually will kind of fall out or whatever. But, you know, at least he was comfortable. Yeah, I wasn't sure what the, what's the intent of that guy. <laughs> yeah, and if you, if you look at it deeper at all, I mean, the, to me, it is not complimentary um, to Betty Boop as president, because if you even look at the fact of instead of repairing the streets that needed to be re-cemented, they just put a fancy carpet on top of it. Yeah. And and so like in other words, they're not they're not solving any problems. They're just making it look prettier. So to me, that's like this is what's going to happen if you have a woman. You know, you're just you, they just care about aesthetics. They don't care about anything. I you think know. you could read that into it, but I think it probably is just more. 
a commendation of the political parties in general. I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's what it wasn't clear to me. Yeah, I, I it's it's hard to say. It's 1930s, and like I don't know what the men who made this cartoon would think about a woman being president, but I'm not sure that they're really seriously contemplating that when they're having their cartoon star become president. I think they're just like, let's do some wacky gags and a little bit of political humor where we insinuate everyone sucks, basically. They kind of feel like the South Park of the 1930s in that sense, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> where where it feels to me more like a determined uh, attempt to not make a statement on either side of an issue, but to try to stay in the middle and insinuate everyone's bad. So take that as you will, I guess. <laughs> Anything else for this section? Um, I didn't get to say before, but I really liked, or I, for the most part, I liked this, the, the tunes that they were singing. Like, I thought those were funny. Yeah, fun little kind of jazzy numbers. Yeah, just the lyrics or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I thought it didn't, it didn't sound, not like try hard, but you know, sometimes it's really cheesy or something. Sure. But it was entertaining. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, agreed. Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite part of the cartoon? Probably the weird gay thing, I'm going to say. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make that unanimous. What was your favorite part of the cartoon? I don't know. There wasn't a lot that was like stand out for me. Yeah, I kind I kind of like the idea of a big umbrella covering New York City. <laughs> so, I think I think I'll throw my hat at that particular gag. I think I'll go with the one where the the crossing guard or whoever <laughs> stops the traffic for the cats as she takes the cats over one by one and I'm like, those are going to run back, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I know, yeah. And they definitely did. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to, yeah. I, I second with you, Valerie. Who is your least favorite character of the many... Many characters in this short. Can I say the caricatures they made her morph into? <laughs> mm, no, that's, that's not real. good. I, that just was the most disturbing to me. I didn't <laughs> like that. I didn't like. Yeah. I'll I'll boo hiss Mr. Nobody. Okay. <laughs> I'll go with the caricatures as well. Who's your favorite character in here? I mean Betty. She, uh, yeah, relative uh, to everything. Yeah. Can I say the cats? <laughs> Sure. The mama cat. <laughs> you sure can, mom. It's like the mama cat. Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. I, do you know the like um the overall consensus of, of people generally? On this short? Yeah. I don't know. I see a lot of things say that this was the first depiction of a female president in media ever. But then it said citation needed. So I don't know if that's verifiable. It's certainly one of the earliest, I would think. But... I haven't really seen a lot of opinions outside of that, like, kind of cool factoid being passed around. Uh, okay. This isn't, as far as I'm aware, on, like, best of ever lists like Minnie the Moocher or Bosco's Initiation. Okay. Not Bo- It's not Bosco. Bosco's a different character. I bet I said that earlier, too. I think you might have. It's Bimbo's Initiation. I think you are saying Bosco. I think I did say Bosco. Bosco, less interesting than Bimbo. Neither of them too terribly interesting. But Bimbo was actually in a very good, sh- a couple of very good shorts, so. There's um, more than Bosco can say. Yeah, I don't think I recommend this. There wasn't really anything standout 
And for rating, I'll give it a 1.75. I was thinking the same thing. I was uh, teetering between a 1.5 and 1.75. But I think I will say 1.75 because the animation in and of itself, there was nothing wrong with it. It's just though, again, I'm not going to recommend it because the boring storyline, it was just kind of hard to follow. And then I certainly did not like the gay joke in the prison. Yeah, I'll I'll give it a 1.5. It's 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 not great. The the novelty of the concept is more interesting than the actual execution, I would say. Um like the idea of of cartoon star Betty Boop running for president. I like it. The actual like cartoon, eh, not really. Yeah. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you. Next time, we will watch another Silly Symphonies. This one about Santa. Oh, okay. Until next time. Bye. 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 279-0566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.